You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for March 14th. So, you've created a sci-fi character whose first film was a huge hit, cementing the character's legacy in pop culture, but the next couple of films didn't do so hot. So, do you quietly and respectfully let the character fade into sci-fi history? (laughs) Of course not! You do what so many other rights holders before you have done. You make a TV show! RoboCop the series premiered on this day in 1994. The RoboCop TV series picks up a few years after the events of the first film, and, like most people, pretends the sequels don't exist. Delta City, which was just in the planning stages in the first film, is now a reality, and old Detroit is somehow even worse off. Cybernetically enhanced police officer Alex Murphy is again patrolling the streets and taking down criminals. Omni Consumer Products, or OCP, also returns, flexing its corporate might over the citizens. Unfortunately, that's where the copyrights start to run out. There's no ED-209, and while some of the characters are clearly supposed to be analogs to characters in the first film, the names have been changed. Over the next 22 episodes, RoboCop takes on a villain of the week, typically a corrupt OCP executive, with a few recurring villains, such as Pudface Morgan, who at some time in the past was disfigured by toxic waste when fighting RoboCop, Clearly a nod to a character in the first film, but obviously not the same since the film version exploded. And arguably, the series' overall villain is Dr. Cray Z. Malardo. Yes, really. He's created a Skynet-like AI powered by the human brain of a woman he kidnapped. I know there's a lot to unpack there. In just a moment, we'll get into what went right and what went wrong. In the early 90s, the production company Orion was hurting. They had some big hits, but had many more flops. They were offered a cash infusion if they shot something in Canada. So it made sense to go with a known property. The pilot for the show was based on an unproduced script for a RoboCop sequel written by the film's original creators. But there was one major change. This RoboCop was going to be family-friendly. Instead of the dark humor and gore, we got slapstick and gadgets. No, really, RoboCop now has 60s Batman-level gadgets to take down criminals non-lethally. Not surprising, as MacGyver Stephen Dowling was an executive producer on the series, and that's just the beginning of where the RoboCop series diverts from formula. That all-powerful AI will clearly be a nemesis for RoboCop, right? No, it actually becomes RoboCop's ally, personified by a translucent blonde woman. Even OCP's CEO is kind of a good guy, but to be fair, there are some things that work. You have the iconic RoboCop score, Richard Eden pulls off a pretty solid Peter Weller impression, and the show carries on the film's torch of a snarky take on the media. Some of the episodes even open with an animated feature called Commander Cash, who is later played in real life by Roddy Piper. The effects are a mixed bag. You have a lot of the iconic RoboCop effects around the gun, but they aren't quite as smooth, and the CGI and explosions waver between feature film quality and... Xena level. No offense to Xena. 
There was even a theme song created for the show by Joe Walsh and Lita Ford, who perform it in a music video starring Robocop over some of the episode's ending credits. Unsurprisingly, the viewing public didn't want a family-friendly Robocop, and the show was cancelled after one season, though it has developed a bit of a cult following over the years. And it wouldn't be the last time Robocop graced the small screen. He would return a few years later with a show targeting, if you'll forgive the pun, an adult audience. But as always, that's a tale for another day. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for March 14th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.